I don't know about the conversations that you have been having since we marked the end of this past year and a new year has dawned on us, but in the ones that I've had, the word hope has been mentioned a lot of times. And so in an unofficial survey of the notes that people have added to their Christmas cards and their letters, I think I have discovered that hope has been the word of choice for the new year. Maybe it is the need for a different attitude or a feeling about life, or maybe it is a newfound energy to ward off the weariness of this past year. Surely it's more than just a throwaway word that appears on Hallmark cards every Christmas and every New Year, but it seems it's just more part of our thinking and our conversation. It's just the more prevalent wish for 2021. Many people have said that they were glad and are glad that 2020 is over. I think I am among them. And perhaps there has been uh, grief in our life or the common adversity we faced with the pandemic and the ripple effects it has had for us all. For many, there have been economic challenges related to their employment or their lack of employment and the political overload we've all suffered through. All of these issues can't help but touch our spiritual well-being. And even if 2020 was a good year in some respects, we still wish for a better year. I think it's part of the eternal optimism that people in general have and that people of faith rely on. We could say hope is part of our spiritual DNA. The celebration of the Advent Christmas season was and is a celebration of hope. The Christian tradition was born out of the hope of the ancient people and the proclamations of the Hebrew prophets, like Isaiah in today's first reading. That hope for all peoples, Isaiah says, would be a light in the darkness for every nation. It would be a radiance, he says, a radiance that would draw pilgrims, the sons and daughters of all humanity, to a new awakening, a transformation unprecedented in human history. Raise your eyes and look about, Isaiah exhorts us today. The Messiah would bear that hope, the prophet said. The new shepherd of Israel would carry that hope like a lamb on his shoulders. The Word made flesh, the Son of God and Son of Mary, Jesus the Lord, 
would be hope personified. And generations later, that radiance of that long-promised light would lead distant travelers to its source, the infant Messiah, the one who one day would break down all the barriers and transcend all boundaries, divisions, and animosities, and hope was born. From the shepherds in the fields to the visitors from far away, they would be forever challenged with a hope that we ourselves, generations later, grasp with an unwavering conviction cut by the words of the psalmist who wrote, In every age, O God, you have been our refuge. In every age, O God, you have been our hope. The Magi who arrived from distant lands that we say represented the known world at the time have passed on to us that, that hope that one day a new heaven and a new earth would arise because the God of salvation will bring it about. The angel messengers sent us a message of hope through Joseph and Mary that grace and goodness can happen in the most ordinary circumstances. The child represents every human person who is in any way vulnerable because of their status or gender or color or language and says to the world, there is a hope that all will be equal and all will be held sacred. In this time, that too is our hope. We should not mistake the engaging details of the story of the nativity for mere historical sentiment. The child who received the strange visitors and their gifts gave back to us much more. He has given us a new hope for a world that will be shaped by compassion and justice and given us the mandate on how to do that. Sometimes hope is all we have. When we see the events of our society, we so easily despair. Yet this hope remains in us and we exchange it with each other. We need to do that. The Lord trusts us, I think, to continue his mission in our time. If we let go of hope, we can no longer love. If we no longer love, where is God? And so I offer these words of Pope Francis from his recent encyclical on fraternity and social friendship. He writes, I invite everyone to renewed hope. For hope speaks of something deeply rooted in every human heart. Hope speaks to us of a thirst, an aspiration, a longing for a life of fulfillment, a desire to achieve great things, 
things that fill our heart and lift our spirits to lofty realities like truth, goodness and beauty, justice and love. Hope is bold, he says. It can look beyond personal convenience, the petty securities which limit our horizon. It can open us up to grand ideals and make life more beautiful and worthwhile. So let us continue then to advance along the paths of hope.